and welcome to Cough, Cough, and Coffin, the, the number one podcast for coffee, coffers, coughing, and all things coffins, baby. Oh, yeah. My name's Coffin Jr., and I'm here with my buddy, Jeff Davis. So they say it's not the coffin that carries, it's not the cough that carries you off, it's the coffin they carry you off in. Uh, speaking of people being carried off, uh, can I open the show and, and, uh, and a celebratory note for one of my favorite mu- uh, musicians of all time who passed away today? Uh, I don't know when you're listening to this, uh, but uh, as of recording time, Don Everly, the, uh, the only surviving Everly brother, has passed away. And uh, it, it, whether, you, whether or not you know or love or like or hate the Everly brothers, how could you hate the Everly brothers? They wrote Wake Up Little Susie, or did they write that one? Was that the Bryants? There's so many good songs by them. And they were they were like they had more hits than anybody. They were just the shit. So we've lost we've lost the Everly Brothers. And I called up every friend, Spencer and Kevin. Uh, first of all, welcome everybody. Hapuccinos, uh w- welcome to the uh to the That Happens uh podcast hour. Oh yeah. Uh, we're talking the Everly Brothers who have just become the freaking the never live <laughs> the never, brothers the, ne- the never lasting brothers yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's a bummer they, they kind of hated each other uh it's karaoke night on sunday uh the day that we uh that we record this and here, here's my problem all my friends that i know that can sing the high harmony the, the phil everly harmonies they're either out of town or they're afraid to go into a bar and get mm-hmm. COVID and die. Sure. So if you if you know any Everly Brothers and you can sing Phil Everly's pitch, then please come out and help us out. Do you think I could sing Phil Everly's pitch? I don't know. You're kind of a baritone. I don't. I don't think I could for sure. Do you, I don't, yeah, do you know I the song "So it. Sad"? No. What, what can you can you think of an Everly Brothers that you know? Like 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 you no, know? All I, I have to do is dream or wake up, little Susie no i don't if you mentioned the everly brothers i would just think you were talking about random brothers yeah me, me and my buddy robbie folks we like to get together and play uh some everly brothers together and uh now they're dead so uh, on this tuesday we're gonna go do a backyard hoot nanny we used to have this is one that don wrote our dearly departed dan uh don rather today we used to have good times together, but now I feel them slip away. It makes me cry to see love die. So sad to watch good love go bad. Oh my God, the Everly Brothers. Um, oh, they man. influenced everybody. It, it, it's one of those things like Spencer or Kevin, like it, it, as, a, as a musician or a performer or actor, uh, writer, has, has anybody ever died that just like strangely fucked you up or like, like, like you didn't realize how much it was going to hurt to have somebody that you might even have, have had no connection with at all? Anybody? Jim Henson. Oh, yeah. Jim Henson, right? That hit hard, yeah. And what what was it like, like when you first heard that he was dead? I mean, it. it I was a, I was a huge Muppets fan when I was a kid, and it just it felt like Kermit died, and that was just so hard for my brain to process, you know, because his voice is just he is Kermit, and I just couldn't separate the two. Yeah. 
Yeah, for me it was Kermit. <laughs> when Kermit died. <laughs> when Kermit was assassinated on that. Yeah. On that stage. <laughs> it really. Uh no. Um okay. So well Mitch Hedberg hit me really strong. I don't know why. You know, it wasn't like I wasn't even a huge comedy nerd back then, but just like it was just like fuck, man, that guy was so funny. It's like it's just I can't believe he's not going to be going around. And then I feel like, you know, Harris Whittles, we kind of knew, you know, yeah, so, yeah. but when Harold's died, I feel like, I felt like, man, it's like Mitch Hedberg died all over, except I kind of knew him, you know, when Harris like died, the, the reason why that affected me a lot is that it affected, uh, friends of mine a lot, like, mm -hmm. uh, Schraub and, uh, Harmon and other people. Um, I, I only kind of knew Harris and it was a cool dude. And he used to live right up the road from me. Um, it, it fucked me up because I, I got to like watch, uh, how much it hurt my, uh, my other friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but he was just really funny. He was a great comedian. He probably would have been, you know, huge if he kept going. Like, uh, he was, he was really starting to hit his, his stride. Obviously he was huge on parks and rec, like re really important for that did show. You, did you ever meet him or know him? Yeah. Yeah. Occasionally. Uh, yeah, humble um, brag. Uh oh, uh oh, oh no! Too soon. I saw, I saw, I saw Harris Whittles at the Paramount lot. You know, uh, he'd come out of shooting Parks and Rec, and I was, you know, working on Community at the time, and that's a humble brag as well. And so is that interesting? Um, the same, the same joke that you did, but but a lot longer. I think is is it is it a brag or is it just humble? Mm -hmm. I I I my I live my I live a humble life. Hashtag humble yeah. life. Fucking. Dan wrote the show about me. I was never on it. I was never yeah. on it. And uh, was I asked once, uh, but then I was busy and I couldn't do the goddamn thing. Uh, Wait, what? What are you talking about? I was. What I was asked to. Do? I was asked to be in the episode to be the priest that married Aaron McGathy and uh, Fat Neil. Who was it? Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. This week we're learning that the reason was actually because you couldn't. You you had a schedule problem. I, well, I just didn't want to be in that episode to be quite honest no i know that's what we learned last week but this week we're learning that it was actually just a schedule problem <laughs> I, I i've told the story before that i when i went into the office because dan goes hey, jeff last second can you come in right now to read for a part and this was not the uh the, the fat neil aaron mcgathy episode it was another episode mm -hmm. and he's like we, we've gone out to matt damon we've gone out to a bunch of famous uh have I told the story before? I don't know. Here's a, here's a Jeff Davis's. Have I told the story before a moment? Uh, probably have. Uh, don't care. Brought to you by me undies, me undies. They'll oh kill you. Me undies. You know what? I stopped wearing my me undies a couple days ago. I'm wearing my fucking other underwear now because I'm just in a, in a huff. I think we can call it in a huff. I wear Mac Weldon. Will somebody call me a huff? Okay. Uh, so I go into the fucking casting office at Paramount. What was the office? You walked upstairs. It was on the, the old the old part of the lot, mm -hmm. and uh, the Musso brothers were there, I believe. Musso, <laughs> am I making that Russo. up? Russo. Russo. Musso. Musso is a restaurant. Uh, yeah. Russos are, uh, are are a fairly successful uh, television duo. And I go in there and I, I just completely offhandedly said, I'm assuming Jerry, uh, Jerry O'Connell passed, which is my, which, which is my running gag because frequently when I'm offered something it's because they, Matt Damon said, no, 
much more famous people than me said no. Right before me, Jerry O'Connell. Wow. And if you don't know who Jerry O'Connell is, good for you. Uh, he's slightly more famous. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you might have missed him on uh, Carpoolers. Uh, mm-hmm. And when, when I said, oh, I'm assuming Jerry, uh, Jerry O'Connell uh, uh, passed, and they were, I was right. He had passed on. <laughs> wow. So many times. I, I, and I've met Jerry O'Connell. He came to my birthday party once, and I told him, I said, thank you for being busy occasionally, because uh, when you're busy, I make money. Because why am I the next guy after Jerry O'Connell? God. We gotta make we gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta write a pilot script where it's it's you and Jerry O'Connell, you know, and who knows what hijinks you're getting. I play Jerry O'Connell, who is a famous actor, and he plays mm-hmm. me, a semi-talented improviser who gets the jobs when I'm not working. So, yeah, I don't know. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he he's in your shadow, and you're you're the. You're like, you know, you're getting all the fame. It's like a Toast of London kind of situation. And, and, and you know who we get to direct it? The Musso brothers. The Musso oh. brothers. We get the, the Musso brothers. <laughs> <laughs> we might even get the Franks. Speaking of Rob Schraub and speaking of uh, Toast of London, uh, I, I, for our listeners, if you have not uh, been hip to the TV show, toast of london i think it's one of the funniest tv shows in the last 20 years uh holy moly is matt berry funny in that and one time i was at uh rob schraub's haunted apartment that used to be my apartment when the ghosts were really haunting it and i met matt berry there didn't know who he was and thank christ because i would have fucking geeked out way too hard uh wasn't there r- the rumors that there, there was going to be a toast of hollywood they, they, yeah. there was going to be an, uh, is that happening I haven't heard anything since oh, that, but it seems. Drink? Kind of, is oh, that happening? No. Does that happen? What do we count? drink? Uh, you, is that you, a Pepsi Mango? It is a. Look at you! Fuck it! You 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 can see it. That's how oh, good Jeff your Pepsi God. game is. You can tell. Jeff got a goddamn Pepsi Mango. What? Let's go. Okay, here's the problem with our podcast. There's lots of problems. I still have the box up here. I have pickle soda. I have peanut butter and jelly. I've got sweet corn and I got cucumber, cucumber, peanut butter and jelly, sweet corn. Don't sound super terrible. No, no um, I got a coffee cake right here. Wait, do I have coffee cake? I might have to run you downstairs. Should. I know you, you hate when I run downstairs because you have to fucking hold the fort. I love it, but I'll have to run to my fridge at some point too. So it'll be, it'll be fair. Are you going to do that right now? Uh, why not? You know, I think what people, the Hapuccinos, what you don't know is that. Where are they? I was hoping he would just walk off. <laughs> you know, Hapuccinos, you know that. He's just gone. Did I throw them away? My, I don't know. Just looking around his my, screen. My Airbud Max headphones are the me undies of headphones. They're the fucking worst. Where the. Now I've just lost him. I don't even know. Man, I want to see the movie Airbud Max. It's like they made a bigger Airbud. It, it's it's the, a headphone that turns into a dog. Air. The Russians the the Russians saw the success of Airbud and they're like, we need to make a bigger Airbud. What are they actually? And they Air- built. Are they AirPod Maxes? Did I say it wrong? I don't. I have no idea. I I don't know what they're. No, they're called. What are they called? They're called AirPod Max. Yeah, yeah. You were right. Okay. AirBud Max is a better movie. 
Well, just pretend, just pantomime it. Pretend you found them because you are really not finding them. But here's like, am I so senile? During sound check, I could not get my headphones to work, and now they're gone, and I haven't got out of my chair. What the? Can you imagine headphones being so broken that they stopped existing? (laughs) Headphones have crashed. They must be restarted. I'll tell you one thing. Uh, speaking of MeUndies and, and uh, AirPod Max being crap, in my trash can, I just found the empty bottle of ranch dressing soda. Oh, which might have been the darkest hour of my life. Yeah. And then it, but you it know, includes the death of that. two parents and Don Everly. Where the fuck did I put those things? How do you lose I can't, we can't, we can't keep, this can't be what we're doing. We can't, this, this can't be the podcast where we drink soda and look I'm, I'm going downstairs and I'm finding coffee. Okay. okay. That I could get down with that. I, that, that's some sort of, okay. I found, I found my booze. What? I found my booze. Your booze oh, was never, he's holding flask. up. I, I always keep a small flask. This is a 12 inch oh. tall flask, easily 12 inches. It's oh, that's 14, 16. I'm going to go. I want to say 14. Hold it up to your goddamn penis, Jeff. Where are my fucking headphones that I want? He's hung folks. I can't. I can't. This is chaos. I can't like this is this is raising. We might have to stop doing the podcast. We're going to have to because I go on the road in September. And how how are we going to continue this shit when I'm on the road all the goddamn time? (laughs) maybe very smoothly <laughs> maybe maybe it'll go very easily i have i have less complicated things that i have not, like like I, I don't even know why i have a mini travel size lint roller and i can't find my headphones that i had on like only 20 minutes ago this is alarming that's ridiculous this is more uh you pure whataboutism that's so emblematic started. of the right what what did you say, Kevin? I have a cowboy get up hat. And leave the room just before the show started. Yeah, you maybe oh. took him off. Right. Oh, you gotta. Yes. Okay, so Jeff's go, and go get the coffee crisps, Jeff. Okay, so okay, okay. Jesus Christ, we, we gotta, we gotta. He's not. He's gonna come back. And he's not gonna have the coffee. The coffee cake. I got the. What fuck? did I tell you? Oh, coffee cake is still downstairs. I'll be right back. I found <laughs> the most important thing is I found the headphones. So Jeff found the headphones. Um, I don't know why we were looking for the headphones, if I'm honest. Um, but we did find them. That's good. Um, so before the show, the headphones were causing problems. They wouldn't turn on. And that gave me the realization that we need to be selling these pre-show recording tech rehearsals. Because watching Jeff fail to, to have the headphones work consistently every week is very compelling content to me and kevin as we watch it it's very good stuff um and you're missing out on it so if you join you know if you subscribe you'll gain access to those tech rehearsal videos (laughs) and that's probably not true but you know maybe it will become true at some point you never know i'll sing some george Strait when i got a fucking cowboy hat on now i've chosen I've chosen uh, I brought up the coffee cake, got the oh, coffee yes. cake soda. I have high hopes for the coffee cake. Now, coffee cake does not taste like coffee. 
So if this soda tastes like coffee, I'm going to be very disappointed. It's also kind of marginally a cake. It's more of a crumble. It's more of a, uh, what would you call coffee cake? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd call it a cake, but it is like a crumble. They're so good, though. Is lemon meringue a pie? I guess technically it's a pie. Yeah. Uh, Undeniably, it's a pie. Yeah. It's not a cake. What do you have higher hopes for in terms of uh, authenticity and uh, and satisfaction? The coffee cake soda or the lemon meringue? I think I know what the lemon meringue because we tasted the key lime. I think it's just going to taste like that, but lemon. Like the they're these very simple though. flavors. Yeah, that's the thing is it's just going to be this very simple saccharin kind of lemony, the syrupy lemon, and then that kind of eggy sweet of the meringue or whatever. Why? I don't even use these that much, these headphones, and that they're already fucked. Well, sometimes electronics don't work right. And it's a bummer. Oh, God. <laughs> now I'm sneezy. You have the weirdest sneeze I've ever heard in my life. That's a very unusual sneeze. Imagine, imagine uh, a, a human growing in, in, you know, primal, you know, Pangea, no civilization. And, and, you know, no speech, you know, no barely, barely literate or not, not, they they don't speak, but they're barely literate. They don't speak, (laughs) but they can read. They they can sort of read, but they can't speak any any language, but no, like animalistic humans. And then one of them sneezes and he's like, chew, you know, he's like, chew. I don't know. Long walk. Yours is weirder. You're like, you were like like a you know Charlie Callis the comedian that was where I was a Charlie Callis sneeze. I was trying to stifle it. It wasn't that wasn't me fully full on sneezing. When I full on sneeze, I go ah. I've taken to yelling when I sneeze. It's a fun thing. It's like when a sneeze is coming on. It's kind of like surfing, except instead of riding a board on a wave, you're yelling a sound on a sneeze. That makes sense. Yelling Try it, and you'll. Yeah, you'll you'll yelling a sound on a sneeze is a great 1980s like lyric from a ballad. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm almost Um, certain Phil Collins said that at some point in his life. (laughs) I can feel it. Yeah, sound of the sneeze. sneeze. (laughs) Have we talked about Dan Harmon uh, almost getting us all arrested in Las Vegas doing Phil, uh, Phil Collins karaoke? I don't know. This doesn't sound familiar to me. Jesus Christ. It was me, Rob Schraub, Dan Harmon, Nick Finney, Sam Simon, our, our good uh, departed friend who, you know, uh, awesomely is the reason why The Simpsons existed and shit. Gary Shandling's show on, uh, I think it was a showrunner on Taxi when he was quite young. We're doing karaoke at a small casino hotel called Ellis Island, which I think is a hilarious name for a hotel casino. Because yeah. the whole point of Ellis Island is bring us your poor, your tired, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. Um, they're there. Yeah, it, it really is like the lowest order of, of hotel casino. And their bar is tiny. Their crap table is the size of my flask that I just recently held up. Where is it? Oh. That's how big the crap table is at Ellis Island. It's, it's, wow. it's, it's very small. Um, Dan sings Sue Studio. Are you familiar with the song, you guys? I, I've heard it. I think Say the word, Sue Studio. Now, backstory before Dan gets up in this tiny place. There's three different Elvises there. One is like a, like a Vietnamese Elvis. There's a fat. I'm going to go. Um, 
Saudi Arabian. I, I don't know. I'm profiling, but let's just picture fat Saudi Elvis. And then except the generian, maybe octogenarian white dude, Elvis. None of them were very good at Elvis. And yet they mm-hmm. had the outfits on. It was very good. Very exciting. There was a very attractive black gentleman uh, who was being assaulted with racial slurs by two women, mother and daughter, who drop an N-words on him, like behind his back, and yet you could tell they both wanted to fuck him. There was a lot going on. There was a lot happening there. Uh, There was a, a table full of college children, and they were in the middle. So we had black dude, we had racist mother, daughter, college kids, me and the, and the, the comedy people's and Dan gets up and sings Susudio by Phil Collins. And at some point, the racist lady, the mother, the mother of the racist duo. And when I say racist, I mean, flagrantly racist, like just racist. And Dan mm-hmm. is singing the song and he's doing a decent job at it. And the old, older, the mother goes like, take your shirt off. And so he does. And Dan um he's her suit dan is furry uh there's a lot of back and chest acne going on so when dan takes his shirt off it's exciting the crowd cheered because they loved the candor and the like the freedom of a guy that is not afraid to take a shirt off when he's clearly he's not the kind of guy when he takes his shirt off you go oh shit that guy is from the swim team uh the police come First, uh, hotel security come charging in with tasers drawn. Mm-hmm. Then the, the, the high school college kids go, let them sing. Fuck you. You got to put your shirt back on, bro. And they're like, hey, fuck you. Let them sing. Now the kids are being, the, the college kids are being arrested. They're being zip tied or handcuffed. <laughs> then the old lady and the, and, and, the daughter start getting into a beef with the police. Now LVPD shows up. Now we actually have the fuzz. And the mother spits on the police. She actually expectorates onto an officer. She gets cuffed. And the younger daughter, the, the, the daughter says, you can't throw her out. That's my mother. She gets cuffed. Everybody gets cuffed except for me, Dan Harmon, Rob Schraub, my, my other friend, Sam Simon. And Rob has the presence of mind to say, let's switch clothes. Let's, like, let's ch- trade outfits. And they actually swap shirts. And, and put, Rob gives him uh, Dan his hat. And we sneak out like against the wall like crabs. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. fucking bone out. And now there's more police showing up. And as we're leaving, <laughs> Sam Simon says, you know, I mean, all these people are going to jail, uh, but what about the guy that took his shirt off? I mean, whatever, what happened to the Susudio guy? And Dan's like, shut up, shut up. Uh, here's the thing about Ellis Island. It's not near anything. You can't get a fucking taxi cab there because it's Ellis Island. All you can do is have your name change from something Czechoslovakian uh, into a name like Smith. And we had to walk a country mile to the Maxim Hotel, which is now gone. And uh, why did it? I don't know why I brought this story up. I, let's get some fucking coffee cake. It's a good story. I it like, story. I like, I like, um, 
I like how many things started happening all at once. And it was a fucking security comes in and then they're like, then they're like, Hey, you got to put your shirt on. It's like lead with that. Why don't we start with that? See how that goes. Oh, maybe that... then we'll pull out a ta one taser. You know, maybe one taser comes out at that point. I'm telling you the, the hotel security came in with tasers out when they, when the LVPD showed up, they had, they had guns. I don't think right. they were drawn, but I think like like it, it could have escalated at any moment to a really, really terrible place. And we all just moaned out. Um, if you ever go back to Las Vegas, anyone who's listening to this right now, um, go to Ellis Island and there will be three terrible Elvis impersonators there. And then ask anybody that looks old behind the bar. Say, do you remember the time? But somebody sang Sue Studio and the fucking <laughs> the whole squadron of police came in and fucking it was just I think a little over the top. Doesn't Las Vegas PD have bigger fish to fry than Dan Harmon taking a shirt off? I don't even I don't know. What's the what's the call? Like that's not illegal to take your I think shirt it's off. a uh, it's a 10 200. Yeah. That, that's I, I'm almost certain it's a 10 200. What does that stand for? Uh, for Dan Harmon taking a shirt off. I mean, also, should Dan Harmon, should the police be called when Dan Harmon takes a shirt off singing Phil Collins? I'll leave that up to you. I will go as far as to say the police should come if anybody just sings Phil Collins because oh, I fucking hate Genesis and I hate Phil Collins. Oh. Here's a question that, that I know the answer to. Has anybody ever successfully achieved orgasm during a Phil Collins song? No one's yeah. ever said this. Let's throw the Phil Collins uh, album on and really just start fucking. I think, you know, in that famous uh, scene from The Hangover, when uh, Mike Tyson punches that guy out, is it like Ed Helms, maybe? I don't know. I don't um, know. I'm pretty sure that guy comes. Was was Phil Collins involved? Yeah, it was. He does oh. it to Phil Collins song. I, I I honestly have not seen any of the Hangover films. Should I be uh, happy about that, or should, should oh, I watch? You're missing out, man. That was the start of freaking Ken Jong's career. You know, as a, as yeah. as, a, as an actor. You know, it was before I, Scoob. Speaking of other things, I haven't done. You know what I've never done? Coffee, cake, soda. I've never tried the old. Coffee, cake, soda. Uh, Kevin, Dave, do you have do you have a bottle? I do. I do. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. How optimistic are we about this, Kevin? Have you tried this before? I have not. No, and not incredibly. You know what? It smells pretty good. Okay, this is Melba's fixing. Who's the fucking homeboy? The husband, Lester. Lester. But Melba's not great either. Mel but Melba Lester's ain't. Just yeah, she's not as bad as Lester in my experience. Pure cane sugar made in the USA. You'll get your fixings. Coffee, cake, soda. All right. Uh, Lachaim, uh, if, you, if, if you are holding right now, uh, that happens. Let's drink. Oh. oh, I don't mind that at all. That ain't bad. This tastes... This tastes like what I expect butter to beer to taste like. It's not butterscotchy, but it has this this buttery kind of cinnamony, syrupy kind of like like maple yeah. syrup or like like frosting syrup kind of flavor. Yeah, it's it, good. 
it, it doesn't, I, I don't think you can successfully say it tastes like coffee cake. But what it tastes like is the least offensive thing that the uh, the good people at Lester and Melba's fixins have laid on me. I get it. I, I think it does taste like coffee cake. It's not like super close, but I I think it, it, it's close, but it's good. It's like, you know what it, I like want to put? Said, I mean, again, like, I, I don't want to just be like push booze on people. I think you throw a little fucking rum in this. You have it. You, you're now we're talking. Yeah. I don't have any rum currently. Yeah, it needs, it needs some help. What it needs is some legs, and I think the only thing lacking right now is it, it doesn't have any walking sticks. It just tastes yeah. like a very buttery, sugary thingy. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I think I think rum would be good. Yeah, like Kraken or something. I think could be nice. Here's a good question: um, Do I like this more than I like mango Pepsi? Yes, it's good. It's like a cream soda. It's like a it's it like is a, a cream soda. novelty sure. cream soda kind of. Okay, but, but before I go into uh, just diabetic coma, I say we crack open the lemon meringue pie and get this uh, get the shit show over with. Here. All right, let me grab mine. Kevin, are you holding some lemon meringue? Kevin's died. We Kevin, Kevin has Kevin has perished. Just say the word, studio. Whoa. Okay, I grabbed mine. Okay, you got you got your lemon meringue. Yes. Again, this brought to us by Melba. I have higher hopes for lemon meringue than I did for the coffee cake. So let's, let's see what we got here. Um, as they say uh, in Espanol, arriba, abajo, pa centro, pa dentro. Or as they say, uh, estos, estos happenzos. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah, it's lemon. It's got a bit of this kind of creamier kind of sweetness. Yeah, that's the least offensive thing that that these people have laid on me so far. It's much better than the key lime for whatever reason. Oh, Maybe it's just the lime. I, is like I think I had flavor. a nightmare about the the ranch dressing soda. I actually woke up in a in a in a cold sweat. Mm -hmm. That was just shocking. Someone like mentioned to me the ranch soda. Um, afterwards, and I like had like sense memories. And I was yeah. like, ugh. ugh. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's no good. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'd like to think of myself as somebody that has a decent uh, command of the English language. I didn't have words to describe what that tasted like. Uh, mm -hmm. The vocabulary escaped me on that one. It was really uh, just gruesome. Really bad. <laughs> it was gruesome. Like it you, was gruesome. You, you should be brought up on charges at the Hague. Like, like you're not allowed to, to, to fucking put that on people and, and not do serious like Guantanamo time. Yeah. Lester sticks and more like Lester's f f war crimes. <laughs> no, we know. can fix that. We'll fix that one. Yeah, we got to. We got to get the Musa brothers on that one to fucking punch that joke up. <laughs> Lester. Le Lester is more. No, it's, that's dumb. More. Uh, more. Morty. Morty. Lester is Morty. Lester is Morty. That's okay. an episode of Rick and Morty. Oh boy, I burped. I've been watching. Okay. I've been watching. Uh, we talked about Community, which I've not. I've only seen like a few episodes of. I've been watching the Rick and Mortys this season. A few of the episodes. I I I told Harmon about this. We had we we had a couple of hangouts recently. A, a couple or three of them were like as funny as the show has ever been. I thought. Mm -hmm. Then there's a couple that are just like what, like. like uh, 
How did you drop the fucking ball that right? Is anybody? I don't watch Rick and Morty, but I've heard that more about this season than I've ever heard about Rick and Morty before. Because they, they, they clearly knew exactly how to nail certain episodes. And it was just like, oh, this is great. Then there were a couple that were just like um, disturbingly, whatever. I don't know. I, I don't want to talk shit about my friend's show. And also, there's a lot of very talented people that work on it. And this is not me trying to hammer on Rick and Morty, which I, I think is quite good. Uh a couple just were bad mm-hmm. news bears, right, Kevin? I love talking shit. They were though; they were bad, right, Kevin? But I'm, I'm only talking them. shit if I if, if I don't if I don't couch it with the fact that there were some that were so good that the, the other ones were just bad by um, obvious contrast. Mm-hmm. But then again, I, I'm I I don't have a TV show. I don't know how to make a TV show. I certainly wouldn't know how to make a TV show good for four seasons and good every episode. I like I'm. Like it, they're doing an incredibly difficult job. And uh, so uh, that's not me just being an asshole. I, I hope. Yeah. Kevin's hard work. You, have, you, have you seen them all, Kevin? Yeah. I have not, no. <sighs> uh, Come on. Make something up. I mean, I have heard the fan theory. So episode one of this season has uh, uh, Rick's nemesis in it. That is kind of a sexually open uh, person, I've heard the fan theory that that's based off of you, Jeff. Oh no, that's it's all Rob Schraub. That, that, that that's a Schraub episode, and it and, is. But, but that he based that on you. That, that's, that's you a, know what? I will o- I will only t- Mr. Nimbus. What was his name? Mr. Yes. Um, if 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 I had anything to do with Mr. Nimbus being a character, I will fucking take all the credit for it. I don't I don't I don't see why, but it's certainly like yeah. I mean, I identified with him. Or, or they, I, I don't know what uh, how Mr. Nimbus identifies himself or herself or this themselves, but uh, holy smoke, that that episode is a Rob Schraub episode because it's it's got Schraub written all over it. Yeah, very funny. I mean, Schraub's good. Schraub's good, but who knows? Doesn't Dan oh. do the voice of it? No. Does he voice Mr. Ooh. Nimbus? Oh wait, no, he, I think he did. Yes, yeah, that's Dan. I'm pretty sure. Wait, wait, wait. who said that it's based on me? Only because he's thin. People online, you know, there's some. Yes, the I think the Rick and Morty subreddit had a. Theory. I think Rob w- would have let me know because I, I said, "Hey, I love." I, I texted him and said, "I love that episode." And he goes, "Thank you." I, I, I said, "I was so happy to see your name attached to that." He would have said, "Oh, loosely based on you." He would have said so. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't think that the that is whole a great Yeah, very Jeff like. I mean. The first thing I thought is if I had to go cosplay, I'm fucking showing up at Comic-Con as Mr. Oh Nimbus. <laughs> we got to do that. We got to make that cosplay. Very funny. But then there was that Thanksgiving episode. Holy moly. Did you see that one? <laughs> no. I, oh, no. Maybe we got to do a Rick and Morty re, uh, watch podcast. Why am I shitting on my friend's show? I'm, I'm happy for all of my friends that work on the show. I'm not I'm not trying to degrade the show. I, I, I think it's an awesome uh, bit of comedy, but um, I just don't know how... Not everything's going to land, you know? It's true. Yeah. Why, why do I expect everything to be perfect? Uh, uh, which should be written on the bottle of Melba's fixings. <laughs> Why did I expect this to taste like anything? Yeah, uh, it's just Rick and Morty. It's uh, not the excellent, impossibly quality, uh, high quality podcast that happens. 
you know, where every every inch of it is a as a un unmitigated home run. Yeah, we're like uh, the best podcast. I think. I think we. Yeah. Uh, we can we say that? Like, in, that that's our trademark, right? I just did. Yeah. Best best podcast. Yeah. Except I'm good at talking. Headphones. Right. It was. We got good talking. Good tech. It was gonna be a good podcast until you fuckers. Good audio quality. I. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Hostess. Um, should we play D and D? I think we must. We must. Okay. Um, now Spencer informed me this morning that apparently my character Fuzzy Knuckles Dick Avedo kicked so much ass in the last round that I have gone from level one Tabaxi Swashbuckler to level three. That's Very right, happy. Jeff. Very Jeff happy. is leveled up to level three. Jonathan is also level three. What does that um, entitle can, me to now? Like I, I just have more hit points, or what? Or what? Uh, you got more hit points. You got um, you got your roguish archetype, which is swashbuckler. Remember way long ago when we were like, "What kind of character do you want to be?" And we we're like, "Let's do." It. You wanted to do a swashbuckler. Now you're finally a swashbuckler, buckling swashes and etc. Um, you have fancy. Go ahead. Here's my problem. My my printer went. Oh, here we go. I got, I have it on my computer. My printer uh, decided to run out of ink. So, okay, let, let's go through this. I now have a new feat or thing called fancy footwork. Fancy footwork, Jeff. Read that one. Read that if one I, for the class. If I hit an enemy, they cannot make opportunity attacks against me. Awesome. And then I have rakish audacity, which I think I was born with just as a human mm -hmm. being. Rakish audacity. If I am in 1v1 combat, I can sneak attack anybody one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. So like if you were, imagine if you're in a duel, so like yes. uh, then you can sneak attack and then you can already sneak attack if you have like an advantage against someone and you can sneak attack if you're flanking them. So you can, have, can I like triple sneak of, attack? Can I, if, if I'm no, doing no, all no. three, can I get triple rolls on that? Unfortunately, no, oh. but you just can do it in a lot more circumstances. So it's okay. like as, as a duel or as a duelist, you kind of like can uh, do sneak attacks. You also get plus 40 or, um, uh, in, in, in initiative as a result of um rakish audacity or whatever. why do i have why do i have five candles why five why, why candles i guess maybe because you used a couple i don't know okay that's just been there that's been there i've got a hooded lantern i don't even know what that means i got oil flask i'm gonna fucking use those uh i've got a belt pouch everybody so belt pouch look alive climbing speed i've already had that cunning action on each each of my turns i can take a dash disengage or hide action as an extra bonus action i like that a lot okay cool and so and then now my hps are up to where are we 27 27 hp now yeah it's gonna not be bad okay so um my, my 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 notes are pretty scanned from episode 24 is that right kevin was it last one 24 Yes, it was. This is yeah. 25. This one. Okay. Wow. Uh, the ship is still called the Liberator. I just wrote killing motherfuckers. <laughs> Kyle Day. Did I call Kevin Day Kyle Day? I don't know why Kyle no, Day is. I down. called Kevin Day Kyle Day, but <laughs> but Kyle Day was an NPC that showed up. Okay. On purpose or you were just covering your own ass? 
Uh, you know, a little both. Then uh, I asked him what, what the what the supplies were on board the ship: silk, brandy, wine, and mining uh, tools. I, I I don't. It looks like three M's and a G. Where what, what would that be? Mining tools. Mining tools. And then crazy bees. Crazy bees. <laughs> that's all I got. I have crazy bees. Two exclamation points. One question mark. And that's all I've got. Um, but apparently I was killing motherfuckers. Yeah. What did I do? Or you, you just, you, you do the rehash and we'll get, we'll get you're, through it. You were killing motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it then. Um, All let's, right. let's, let's hit it. Do you guys it. have any idea how much more ass I'm going to kick now that I've leveled up? It's just going to be a fucking blood, bloodbath. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. You know what? Here's my problem. Can, can big copper hear me right now? Big copper is made up. Big copper has been sucking. Big copper hasn't done shit. He's just everything. He just fails. He's he's just he's dead weight. He's a big copper hunk of shit, and he wow. needs to fucking start making like uh, earning his corn. Well, again, he doesn't exist. When well, we start playing, maybe he doesn't. You know, he doesn't play mind. a character. He does in the hearts and minds of that happens. Fans, we all believe in Big Copper, and you can I take out your frustrations for- on him in, in you know in the in the game. That could be a lot of fun for the listeners. Maybe I'm allowed to be mad at Big Copper. I'm saying that. Yeah, I'm saying that you could do that in character. You could say all these things. What die should I have for my friendship with Big Copper? Right? I, I don't. I've got them all. What kind of improv should you have for Big Copper? Uh, what uh, what's the one that's that's the percentage ones? There's a percentage D hundred. When do you ever use that? I've never used this in my life. Uh, DMs use them for generating treasure a lot. It's for really random events. It's the players use them very rarely. I'm gonna generate some treasure right now. Okay. I generated fifty percent treasure. Jeff's in an impish mood, you guys. I am. <laughs> I was in a bad mood because of my headphones and, and Don Everly dying, and now I'm in a better mood because I love I love hanging out with Spencer and Kevin or Kyle, as some people call him. <laughs> I think it might be Kyle. Yeah, I mean, this is what this is what non-caffeinated soda does to Jeff is what we're finding. <laughs> if it's not caffeine, it's like fucking meth. Yeah, this is what you guys do all the time. You just drink sugar, water, and caffeine all the goddamn time. I need it to live. Uh, okay all right do you want to hit it hit the music let's hit the music oh i should have thought about what to say uh last time on happens quest what about that is that something i don't know like it um our heroes were on that same ship they've been on in the same fight they were in but they were (laughs) freaking winning um uh, it seemed that Jonathan DeFever was able to pacify using persuasion the pirate force, but uh, uh, Fuzzy Knuckles was freaking pissed. And so he jumped on a dude and stabbed him to death, and it was crazy. And the other guy surrendered and he sat on the deck. And then Fuzzy Knuckles was like, I'm going to kill you too. And then the guy, he jumped up and he jumped off the ship because he didn't want to be killed. And then. Um, and then uh, the Fuzzy Knuckles was like, oh, well, who's going to crew the ship? Is there who's left on the ship? And he, he went to the door and he just yelled at the door, someone come over here. And then 
This was a fateful moment for one Kyle Day, who approached to answer questions about the crewmates remaining on the ship. He was a plucky, enterprising young sort, and he was going to be, you know, the new compatriot and boat contact. But then Kev and, or Kyle, <laughs> I did it the opposite way, announced something that was coming to endanger them all. Crazy Beast! Now, <laughs> um, yeah. Here's, here's, here's a concern. Mm-hmm. I was I was sober for the last episode, and I don't recall any of that happening. Well, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You won the fight. Um, one of the guys started running. You killed the guy that ran. The other guy ran after you said you were going to kill him. And then, yeah, then you're like, who's going to who's going to pilot the boat? Kyle Day shows up and he said, but you got to be aware about the crazy bees. Um but yeah, so you won the fight. There's also the boat that's that's um, that's sail not sailing. It's rowing towards you. It's still not close. Um, but yeah, then you hear an almighty buzzing. Okay. Now, aside from crazy bees, and aside from me, Johnny DeFever, Big Copper, Kyle Day. Is there, is there any do we have any more uh, adversaries on deck or uh, on the boat right now the captain's on the boat but he's barely conscious he's basically dying yeah fuck that guy you know what that um, guy had i gave that guy so many chances i i, I i'm not just like a violence first sort of swashbuckler i try to get people of fighting chance to be diplomatic and they just don't do it so that's true so crazy but, yeah, I turn to see. Kyle Day. I turn to I turn to Kyle Day and I say, "What do you mean, crazy bee? Explain this to me. I've never heard of such a thing." He's like, "Can't you hear them?" And then you see the craziest looking bee. It's like, well, I guess you've seen crazier bees than this because like giant insects exist. Um, right. But this is like five times the size of a regular bee, and it's covered in spikes, and also it's purple, and it it has these big teeth, and it bites it bites Kyle Day. Jesus Christ. And he instantly dies. What? Yeah. Well, that was a short-lived dead. That was a short-lived NPC French. <laughs> more of these bees are swarming everywhere. How, how, how large are these things? Did you already say? They're about five times the size of a normal bee. Okay. Now are they are they are they flying in formation? Or are they just kind of scattered about? No, they're just swarming around. Hmm um I, do, do they look like they mean trouble to me and to the rest of the party here or, or, or uh well they look like bees they're swarming um and those are unpredictable and hard to control but and, they but they, but they just wantonly destroyed kyle day for no no apparent reason or, or did they have yeah, a, like, an outstanding beef with kyle day well you don't i guess you don't you know typically bees don't <laughs> have a beef grudges um they're just kind of random um but i think you'll find out that i know less about crazy bees than you than you might have expected that's true no that's true that's a fair um but that's that's when you're seeing this all unfold that's what you you took your takeaway was and but you but you also did clock that they were capable of killing him in a single bite certainly they they uh they they're malicious uh potentially dangerous bees Mm-hmm. And they're and around you. And, and there, how many did you say? Five of them? There's a swarm. A swarm? Like a good like ballpark it for me. How many, how many bees are we talking about? Too many to count. 
too many to count. And it's not particularly easy to murder insects. Go ahead. Is there anything flammable near us? Uh, no. I have uh, two flasks of oil and a hood and lantern, so I could potentially set fire to something, but how are we going to propel that towards a... I'm hoping smoke will have the same effect on crazy bees as regular bees and maybe pacify them a little bit. I light five candles. (laughs) Okay. It doesn't have any perceivable effect. There's not a lot of um, smoke off of them. Uh, so then I start singing uh, "Careless Whisper." What's the what's the uh, what's the what's the music video where all the uh, all the candles were? It's not "Careless Whisper." I start singing uh, "Susudio." So okay, fuck it. Oh god, my neighbor kid! Did you hear that scream? No, I didn't. You can't hear that. Mm-mm. Oh my god. Okay. Um, um, I take. Are, are, there, are there still people down below deck? Yeah. Shit. Is is there any uh, upper deck like poop deck or like captain's quarters where we've already cleared out? Um. There's. There's the. Well, you haven't. You don't know. There's the this the the door you're near goes below decks, and then there's the above deck kind of buildings. Um, or right. there's the above deck rooms too. Um, so there's the ones near you, and then there's the ones at the back of the ship, which is probably like the nicer cabins. Yeah. You know, the premium cabins. Well, I'm assuming because the captain is uh, dying on deck with us that the captain's quarters normally isn't going to be uh, stocked full of uh, seamen, as they say. Um, I grab the captain and tell everybody, tell everybody in our crew, let's go into the captain's quarters right now. But also before I do that, I unlock the, uh, whatever the gangway is, uh, or the uh, companion way for the, for the sailors that are below decks to get up there. I'm going to let these assholes get eaten up by crazy bees. Okay. Okay. So you open that, um, the captain is on top of the the cabin that you're trying to get into. So you'd have to go up to the top of the cabin and come back down. Um, do you want to do that or do you just want to go in? The captain is on top of the cabin? Yeah, he's on top of the, what is it, the forecastle or whatever? Well, like he's, no, the, the forecastle will be in the bow of the ship. You, uh, the, the stern. The, the, the aft castle? The 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 captain's the quarters. Aft, I, I, I yeah, you know, you can walk on top of the captain's quarters. It has a staircase going on top of it, and that's a deck. But you could also go inside of it instead of going but up the stairs. I, I, I say we take our crew inside and like after opening up the companion way for the for the for the rest of the uh smugglers to get out and deal with the bees on their own. Mm-hmm. Does that work? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But I mean, you go inside, though. Spencer, you're talking to a guy that has fancy footwork and cunning action. So I think, uh, and feline agility, and five candles, which I use to no effect. So maybe I, do, do I have? Do I not have candles anymore? That I just fucking blow all my candles? Well, you, they're they're burning on the deck of the ship. Yeah, they're just sitting there. All right. Well, I, 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 I briefly run over with my feline agility and fancy footwork and blow the candles out and put them back away because I might need those other, like, right. for, for, for other purposes. 
And so then you head into the the captain's quarters. And what's it called? I, I'm I'm blanking on on, on the sh- ship words. It could be called captain's quarters. Where's that? Where's this fucking poop deck? The poop deck is at the very rear of the ship, and the captain's quarters would be on the on the on the, on the back. What? Come on, do I have to look it up? Somebody look it up. Ed, Kevin, you got one job. What is it? It's the find out the what, the, what, what, what the back uh, castle is on the, on the on the rear of a ship. That's not the poop deck. The poop deck is up there. When it, when a ship it. gets when a ship gets pooped, so you, and you don't want your ship to get pooped, it's when a wave comes over the back of the ship and sinks it. Aft well, castle this says that's what it was. Huh? That's what I said. Aft castle. Aft castle. Aft. There we go. I brought. I said that. I'm the real shipsman. Um, okay, so you go inside to it. Oh, okay. All right. Is there going to be the like cabin- a fucking? There's going to be a little more bees inside there or some shit. <laughs> the cabin is clean and its furniture is in good repair. A single bunk made with bed linen has its head against the bulkhead running along the center line of the ship next to a wooden partition squaring off the corner near the main deck. A writing desk is set against the hull towards the stern. It also has a drawer on each side with three trays. Um, there's an ink pot, pens, a knife, a, a pot of pepper, and um, there's a wooden chair, a chest, a couch, a rug, and underneath the couch, you can see something glinting, glinting, Jeff. I I first, just out of instinctual habits as a swashbuckler, I take the knife because I want that knife. I want to look at that. All right. Uh, it's like the, a whittling and, knife. Okay. I, I just, I, I just, you know, pocket that. And then I look at the glinting object. Oh, boy. It's a metal uh it's a metal box that's underneath the uh, couch i uh retrieve it from under the couch okay it's a it's a metal chest it's an iron chest it's like a has these very boxy sharp corners um it, it looks pretty sturdy it's locked do i need uh could i prize it open with bare hands or do i need some sort of key or something like that uh you would you would probably need to try and to to unlock it. You know what I do? Fucking take out that knife I just found and start fucking fiddling and try to uh, try to pick the lock. All right, um, roll a roll a thieves tools check. That's a dexterity plus proficiency. 30. So it should be plus six. Dexterity plus what? With what? It's it's a dexterity roll. Dexterity, just the roll plus dexterity. Okay, yeah, so I all, all I got was I got thirteen. Okay, um, yeah, no, you do that. You do that. Oh boy. Are, you, are, you, are you saying that happens? That happens, Jeff. Everybody oh, drink. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Pepsi Mango, motherfucker. So I'm not drinking any of that coffee cake. I did drink the coffee cake. I saw that. You, you're a bolder man than I. It's so weird, though. It's not bad. It's anyway. not terrible. It's, it's cream soda-ish, but with the um, something else. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. So you 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 know you work the knife in. You you jiggle it. You hear a click. You pop it open, and then you hear this sprawing, and um, a blade 
sw- swings out and slices at you, Jeff. What? Um, make well, a dexterity saving throw. Are you telling me that I don't have rakish audacity and cunning action and uh, feline agility and all this shit? Like, I have to deal with this bullshit? In third edition, you have like secret trap senses, but in fifth edition, I don't think you have like oh, trap so senses. What, what do I add to my roll? Uh, it's your dexterity save. So that should be up in the top corner. Oh, yeah. So I, that, that's a fucking uh, six 19. Six. I, got a, I, I got a 19 there. All right. Then you take um, I don't take four shit. damage. I don't take any fucking damage. 19. You do. All right. Um, you, 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 you can hear like the spring kind of starting to snap and you, you instinctively kick the box and it manages to, to only nick you, but you do take four damage. Um, but yeah, what is inside inside? You find 10 ingots. They, uh, they look like gold ingots, but you recognize them as electrum ingots, which are, I want to say worth more than gold. What are they called? Ten electrum ingots. Electrum is an alloy. Electrum. I've never heard of this. Would my character have heard of this, or is this me being dumb? Yeah, it's 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 in the. It's a rare. It's a rare metal. It's rare, like platinum is rare, or like gold is rare. So it's 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 worth a lot. It's comparable to gold. It's not. You know, I I'd have to look up the exchange rate, but it's you know it's good. How many ingots? Ten ingots. Ten. So th- like th- this is basically finding a real treasure trove like that, like this, like I'd be pretty excited about this. Yeah. This is probably the treasurous treasure you've ever found in this adventure. Right. Is, is the captain with us? Did we, did we, did we take him below deck? Uh, in, in no, the you the didn't ground? go grab him. I don't. Um, I meant for, to. you opted to go for the candles instead. Well, the candles was a bad choice. So I'll be the first to admit that it's all fine. Okay. So I, I look over at, Johnny Fever. I'm like, look at this shit. Fucking 10 Electromingots. We're rich. More than just casual smugglers if they've got this much just sitting out like this. I Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm it wasn't sitting out. Yeah. Uh, if it were sitting out, would I have had to use a knife and almost die trying to open it? The answer is no. Uh, uh, okay. So we've got <laughs> How many? How many people do we know? The count of people that are that are below deck that still might be adversaries on on the ship. You don't know. You only talked to Kyle, and he didn't say. We got some fucking bees. We got bees everywhere. Yep. Okay. And do we do we have our boat? Do we have the the uh, the, the, the little uh, rowboat that we came out on? Yeah, you tried to tie it to um, the big boat. Uh, Johnny, do you, do you think that we should just take the money and run right now? Uh, maybe we can set this ship on fire, scuttle it with all hands on deck, get into our little boat, take it back to, um, what's the, the name of our village again? Salt Marsh. Take it back to Salt Marsh. I, I don't know. I, I'm open to all ideas right now. I, I just, here's what I don't want. I don't want to deal with a bunch of angry sailors and uh, crazy bees. What's your feeling, you, Kevin? So we still have the, the two guards on our boat, right? Uh, last you checked, you did, yeah, but they were outside where the BEs were. Okay, can I use my message spell to send them a message saying, hey, clear a path, we're thinking about rushing back, get ready to leave? Uh, let's just say, yeah, but I don't think you can. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if you don't think you can. Why can't I? 
I, um, to- I think you have to have line of sight. Well, says doesn't have to follow a straight line. Johnny Fever, here's another question. What we do have right now, aside from 10 electron, elect, what are they called? Electrum. Electrum ingots. Electrum ingots. Aside from that, we also have a, a pretty good looking vessel, which you always want to have. You, you, you want a boat. Um, crazy bees notwithstanding, do you think that we could get away with this boat to, and, 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 uh, like and like and keep the vessel. I mean, as as the swashbuckler here, do we have enough crew to manage a boat of this size? If we could uh, persuade, if we can persuade them, the the people below deck, yes. Uh, but I, I don't know how right. amenable I they're going to be. Persuasive. Say again. I am very persuasive. That's true. You want to try your hand at saying, "Hey, look, everybody." Oh, oh shit! Now we got the fucking electrum ingots. We can say we're gonna make it worth your while. Like, 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 like if if you want to be a crew to a better captain and and uh, and first mate, let, let, let's let's do this stuff. You were just smuggling for assholes. Now we can really do stuff. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I like that idea better than running. Well, how, how, when you say you're persuasive, Johnny, how persuasive do you? I have plus six to persuasion. Okay. You also do have to walk outside and be around crazy bees. So I, want you, I want you to be aware that, that it's not without peril. I'm willing to, we have to, we can't just live in the captain's quarters for the rest of our lives. We're going to have to leave at some point. We could, we, we could rowboat back to shore and, and the way we came. They, they could follow us though. True. The bees. Oh, the bees. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't know. The bees are a fucking X factor. Let's... Is, is, is there a way, Spencer, that we can go without going up on deck where the crazy bees are and talk to the the uh, the, uh, the shipmates below? Um, I mean... Or do we have to go topside and then come, be- come back down through like a companion way? You could cut a hole in the floor. I mean, if you can run, you probably run faster than I do. I could shield you and you can go run down below deck. I don't like the fact that there's bees out here. I, I want to just fight the bees. But, uh, but that's me being... You can fight the bees. What would I fight the bees with? A gun. I don't have a gun. Do I have a gun? No. I have a tinderbox. I have rations. I got a. You can't just beat him up with a belaying pin. Johnny, what 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 weapons do you have? Oh, what about uh, what about uh, Big Copper? Doesn't he have like poison? Can he can he just go out there and poison them? Yeah, um, that's a good idea. Let's you try that. It. Okay, Big Copper's like, I hope they can't sting me to death in one bite, baby. <laughs> and uh, he wades out there and um he's like close that door and you can just hear him spraying you just hear spraying and then you hear a collapse you hear metal uh, the sound of metal falling oh no big copper are you okay oh yeah i'm just taking a lie down oh jesus no don't ever scare me like that again big copper how many bees did you kill Oh, I killed them all, baby. Oh, no! 
we did it. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, because it's 644, I'm just going to say cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Uh, cliffhanger, baby. <laughs> uh, give it up for Kevin J, for Spencer Crittenden. I've been Jeff. Uh, also to the demise and the awesome career of of John Everly. And now we, we are Everly-less, but they are everlasting. Uh Let's all go sing some Everly songs tonight and uh, and have a good old time. Um, coffee cake soda, not the worst. Lemon meringue, slightly better. Pepsi mango, uh, it's growing on me because I've been drinking some of the worst things I've ever had mm-hmm. in my whole life. And then... Crazy bees. Airbuds Max, or AirPods Max, whatever they're fucking called. Uh What's the opposite of max? Airbuds minimum. Uh, all right. Let's all uh, fuck off into the night and uh, have a good old time. Yeah. Why not? Right? Shit, shit with Satan. Kevin, give us some parting thoughts. I, I want just some words of wisdom. Do you, do, you, do you know a poem, Kevin? I hate to put you on the spot. Do you know a poem by heart? Any, any line of verse? It could be Shakespeare. It could be Robert Frost. It could be M- Emily Dickinson. Do you have any poetry on hand? Uh, boy, no, I don't. Um, uh, I cannot think of a single poem right now. You can't do a Shell Silverstein? You can't do a... Spencer, do you know any poems? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. I think that's something we should they all fuck... go ahead. No, no go they ahead. fuck you up, your mom and dad. They might not mean to, but they do. They fill you with the faults they had and add some new ones just for you. Um, man passes on misery to man. It deepens like a coastal shelf. Uh, so what do you do? Um, I don't know. It's like. Were you improvising? What can you do live every day. It's no, it's like it's I'm trying to remember it. It's like, so what can you do? Live every day like it's your last and never have any kids yourself? Like that's the last line is never have any kids yourself. Um, but I don't know the second to last line. It's great. Love it. I love it right. because it reminds me Ke- of my Kevin. I see day. I see you looking at your computer. Have you pulled one up for us? Uh yeah, I wasn't sure the the wording. Um this is from Milton in Paradise Lost. Uh okay. back the devil stood and felt how awful goodness is. I don't know if you know Paradise <laughs> Lost, but it's the uh, the devil sort of like uh, realizing how much he's given up for the the path he chose and kind of wish that he had you know gone a different path. And, and say, say say the verse again for me. Abash the devil stood and felt how awful goodness is, and saw virtue in her shape, how lovely, and pined his loss. I love that. And as as, as Richard Willard Armour said, "Shake and shake the ketchup bottle." None will come, and then a lot'll. On that note, let's all say good night. Uh, I, I I will be at the drawing room doing Everly Brothers karaoke. If you have the guts and temerity and the fucking audace, as they say in uh, français, to see you there. Uh, cheers. I, I also, guys, you got me so fucking stoned on sugar the last seven weeks. I, I'm dying over here. Yeah. All right. That's the plan. <laughs> They're gonna kill me. All right. Uh, Sorry about my uh, headphones, and uh, I'll see you all in the flip-flop. Go with God.